What's going on, Flexers? So welcome to another episode. I have a beautiful guest with me. Um, you know, we're continuing on our track to starting our, our businesses and launching our businesses by the end of this season. So I wanted to have a really special guest that, that can kind of work with you through um, the thing that is probably the most precious commodity in uh, starting a business and sustaining a business which is money. So we're going to talk about money um, this episode. And my beautiful guest today is Miss Patricia Bedford. Um, she is the owner and proprietor of Sugar's Cakery. And so I will let her tell you a little bit about her business. So Miss Miss Bedford, would you please indulge us? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Sugar's Cakery is a mobile dessert trailer in Flugerville, Texas, that uh, serves up cupcakes, um, let's see, cookies, uh, banana mm -hmm. cobbler, and other classic desserts. So we also specialize in vegan, gluten-free, vegan, gluten-free, and keto products. Oh, dang. And they are at thebomb.com. Like you have, you are in the Austin Pflugerville, Round Rock area, or if you just are passing through, make sure you stop by there and uh, check her out. I will link all of her information um, in the video and uh, tag her in the actual, um, tag her on our, our Facebook page and our uh, Instagram page so you can find her. But yeah, check, you definitely should check her out. Um, but yeah, so to get started, um, with money. <laughs> that is something that is, man, that's one of the sides, that's always like the focal point of any business. And especially with entrepreneur stuff, it's, it's money. And that's one of the, the key things with being an entrepreneur that I've found is that you are always chasing that almighty dollar. That's one of the, one of the downsides you can say a little bit with, with being an entrepreneur is that you're always trying to find money. Um, but before we get into business, we have to figure out a way to start it up. So what were some of the tactics, like when you first decided you wanted to um, start your own business, like what, it, what was the first thing that you did in order to have some, some capital to, to start up uh, Sugar's Cakery? Yeah. So my business is about seven years old and mm -hmm. I've expanded and pivoted a couple of times. So when I first started, mm -hmm. I started as a hobby, you know, just doing it kind of family and friends. So, but when I turned it into a business and actually became, uh, you know, got my website, my business cards, a lot of it was bootstrapped, meaning that I actually use my own money mm -hmm. funds to get it going. So, um, so yeah, at the beginning, that was just like that. Cause I was just doing a part-time as a side hustle, side gig, mm -hmm. um, at that time. Um, so, but, um, uh, you know, about four years later into it, um, when I decided to, to expand and scale my business from a home bakery, leave my corporate job, uh, leave my corporate career, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, actually, you know, get into a, a brick and mortar, quote unquote, food mm -hmm. truck. I decided to do a Kickstarter campaign. Well, for, before we get into that, talk about mm -hmm. 
leaving your corporate job and deciding to <laughs> plunge in like <laughs> full steam ahead, you know, that's a scary thing. You have a lot of people um, out there that are working jobs that they hate, you know, and then they have the security of having that full-time job and that regular consistent income. And they're, they're at a crossroads where they're like, I can't continue to do both, but I really want to do this. I don't want to do that. So how did you go about making that decision? Like what, what fueled the decision, you know, what were the, some of the advantages and even disadvantages of, of, uh, of leaving corporate America to, you know, going full steam ahead with your own business? Yeah, sure. It wasn't like a, uh, you know, um, kind of a, it wasn't a quick thing, you know? Yeah. You know, one day I just decided I'm just going to quit my job. <laughs> Didn't happen. Yeah. But, okay. But I, I had maybe for a year or two decided that I wanted to start moving in that direction. Okay. What happened was just all of a sudden, because I was actually mm -hmm. off of my corporate job at a uh, company here in Austin, which given the reputation of that company wasn't anything that was like, you know, out of the ordinary. Because that's, right. that's how they move. Uh, right. So it was to be expected at some point because it just happens to everybody. But um, especially since they had completed a big merger um, like a few months prior. So mm -hmm. it was expected that that would happen to some, you know, to, to people in our team, the whole company. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so. I guess, like I said, a year or two, I'd already started thinking about it before I got uh, before I got laid off. I was like, uh, you know, I really enjoy this. I want to do it full time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I started making plans. I was like, well, how do uh -huh. I transition to a full time? You know, and then, then that's when I came up with the idea of getting a food truck because it was a, a lower cost uh, expansion option. It's, it's, mm -hmm into maybe a commercial real estate lease. With mm -hmm. a, it was a, uh, you know, a baby mm -hmm. into right. quote unquote brick and mortar. So I'd already started thinking about it and planning it and everything and thinking, you know, I just didn't know when I was going to do it because yeah, said you have the comforts of a steady paycheck benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I was thinking, okay, well, I'm going to start, I'm going to start, you know, putting money aside and try to, you know, do that route. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Back to where I have like six months savings and or year savings or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'll make the leap. And then I also prayed about it, of course. Yeah. And, um, and I was, you know, I asked God to show me when the best time would be. So mm -hmm. I that specific prayer, October 2017. Oh, wow. After the holidays, uh, those holidays, you know, the holidays came and went, October 2017, went back to work in January of 2018, and that's when I was laid off. Oh, wow. Pretty quick answer to a prayer, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's one of my favorite um, quotes or sayings. It says, it says that when you... Um, 
jump out and leap out on faith, two things will hit will, will happen. Either you'll learn to fly or God will catch you. And so it looked like both happened for you. <laughs> he caught you and it helped you fly. <laughs> but it's scary. You know, that's scary. That's a super scary thing to do is to just kind of be like, man, like it's yeah. just me and my business out here. You know, that had to have been scary. It had to have been scary. Yeah, it was scary at first. I mean, a little bit. But yeah. Done with corporate politics, bureaucracy, mm-hmm. all of that, you know, just not feeling like getting up in the morning and going to, you know, um, this job. Yeah. Um, I didn't really bat an eye when they told me I was laid off. I was like, oh. Really? Okay. Ordered steps. Ordered Thank steps. You. <laughs> Thank you. you made the decision I- easy for me. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, well, you now made the decision easy for me. I was like, oh, there's yeah. the answer. I immediately knew it was the answer. So it wasn't like me crying or breaking down or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. It was just kind of like an acceptance thing. Now you do go, now it wasn't, you do go through a period, a little bit of period of grief because it is a loss. Right. Unexpected loss. So I did go through a period of like, um, maybe like a day or two. I was just like, I wonder what I did wrong. You know, yeah. you know yourself or something like that. Right, right. And I snapped out of it. <laughs> it's like. I got to do something. I got to act. <laughs> like I got to literally act because, you know, bills are due next month. So I got to figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, so yeah, I just started laying out a, a massive marketing plan. Mm-hmm. Business plan to go ahead and get that, get the uh, you know, get the um, the trailer, uh, the food truck. Okay. Um, you know, at first I played around with a brick and mortar, a small brick and mortar, and you know, mm-hmm. your plan is always uh, ever evolving. It's not a uh, stagnant document. You know, it's mm-hmm. always changing. So you know, um, I played around with different things, but ultimately I landed on a food truck. Okay. So when you decided you wanted to do the the food truck, how did you go about um, financing it? Did you have investors? What all did you do? Did you just you rely on savings, or how did you go about really again financing? Yeah, your your business. Sure, I had been. I approached investors. I got impro- approached by investors and things like that, but nothing ever really just came of it. So investors. Okay. Is I mean, investors are an option sometimes, but you have to really be careful about that because mm-hmm. typically, you know, they want equity in your company and um, mm-hmm. you know things of that nature. So yeah, be careful about that. Sometimes you can get uh, just a, an investor is willing to loan you money for debt on uh, you know do debt service you know as mm-hmm. more traditional loan, right? You can get an investor in that way. Okay. Um, so, so there's two types of ways that you can get investors. Um, those okay. different ways. Um, so, but um, yeah, ultimately I just decided to do a Kickstarter campaign and Kickstarter is similar to GoFundMe. And I hate to say that because they're two, 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 two different, totally different apps, platforms, products. Um, mm-hmm. Kickstarter is, is, uh, is different in that it is specifically for business projects. Okay. This project's off the ground. 
Um, it's a massive marketing campaign. It's not just putting a link and saying, hey, support me. Please uh-huh. give me no. It is for it to be successful, as in the case with mine, um, you have to really, uh, you know, um, have a target, have a goal, have a plan. Uh-huh. Um, because basically, once you set up the site, they're asking you all these questions about your, your Kickstarter. They want you to tell your story, all of this. Uh-huh. And if it's going to be successful, there's a lot of forethought that has to be put into that. So before I launched it, I may have worked on my story, my plan. I did eight months. Revising, oh, wow. Talking to people, uh, revising it again saying I was going to do it, saying I wasn't going to do it anymore. You know, it wasn't something that yeah. I said, I'm just going to sign up on this site and get some money. Yeah. So, um, and then also, once I finally got to the point where I was ready with my story and I was ready to press, you know, press the go button, I sought out articles online about what makes a successful Kickstarter campaign. Okay, there's a lot okay. of information about there out there that's, that talks about how long it should be, how much you should ask for, uh, what your marketing campaign uh-huh. or who you should contact. Because a Kickstarter set campaign doesn't start when you post the link. It starts, maybe it can start up to about three months before you're prepping your audience and saying, hey, you know, I'm going to be doing this project. Can you support me? And actually, your Kickstarter uh-huh. can start even before that because it won't be successful if you don't have some sort of online Social media followers. Mm. If you don't have followers online, it's really hard to make us for a social media, because uh, that's what it is, a social media campaign. Mm. Okay. It's be really hard to uh, make the campaign successful if uh, you don't have a following. So like I said, I was already four years into my, uh, no, at that point, six years into my company. Mm-hmm. And I posting my work, building a following, building that trust and that, um, and that kind of, uh, I guess, yeah, just the kind of the trust and the confidence in my following that, you know, I, I was a consistent business owner, you know, uh-huh. had drive, I had uh, determination, I, the goal that I set out to achieve, so, you know, I felt confident could- that I was going to achieve it or, or, you know, rock with me on it. Right. So when you say following are you talking about your personal following or are you talking about just strictly your business following both so oh, okay um so uh you want you want followers on a, you want to have a facebook page and a uh-huh. facebook business page you know uh-huh. maybe a YouTube channel uh twitter followers instagram followers people from your church <laughs> people from your high school yeah your, your, your yeah. ex-co-workers or your co-workers, people that know what you're doing. Okay. You know what you're doing. And um, like for me, <clears throat> I have a personal business, personal page on Facebook, mm-hmm. but it's all, and this goes back to branding and marketing. So I have a personal business, personal page on Facebook, but I keep it clean. I sanitize all the time. You know, uh-huh. yeah, I express my personal opinions and I only share those with friends. Um, mm. I also keep public posts about my business on there. What's going on? You know, right? People say, "Hey, look at this girl on Facebook." You know, she does great desserts. Da 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 da. People come uh-huh. to you and they want to see what's up. So right. I post about my business public, 
And I keep um, even even the posts about that are for my friends and family updates about me personally. I still keep those, you know, pretty clean um, so that, you know, they see me as a, a business professional. Right. And so I have about personally on my personal book, Facebook page, I have about 2000 friends, I guess. Uh-huh. And then on my um, my my business page, I have about 2,600 followers on uh, my business page on Facebook and then maybe 1,700 followers on my Instagram. So like between all that, um, I was able, that's a following, so. Right, okay, yeah, that's cool. But the, the stuff that you're saying for Kickstart, it's, it's good, you know, it's good information for that, but it's also good information for just letting your family and friends and followers know that you're in business, you know, cause you never know right. who might be your gotcha. potential customer or a potential investor. So, you know, guys, if y'all are listening and watching, you know, that's something, that's some great advice for you to just do the, all those things that Patricia was lying, laying out about preparing for Kickstarter. It could be just things that you can do to just get your business out there. Cause that is a big part of it is people have to know that, you're in business. They have to know that you are available to do X, Y, Z thing. You know, mm-hmm, if you don't say mm-hmm. anything, then how are you going to get customers? Or how, is anybody even going to know that you are even looking for uh, an investor or whatever, you know? So yeah, yeah that's moving that in that direction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So after you did all of that and you got your, um, let your followers know and you started before when you actually started to get into to the meat and potatoes of um, the kickstart, what all did that entail? Yeah, so I actually contacted somebody who did, who I went to high school with, he's a musician named Q Moore, mm-hmm. shout out to Quinn, Quinn Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he uh, he had, had done about three successful kickstarter campaigns. So I, I, I shut, you oh, know, wow to him because always in business you know in life you know go to people who've done it before you sometimes mm-hmm. due diligence in your own research yeah on poignant questions about you know you know targeted questions about how to do it so I called him up and I, he was like yeah so, so he, he was he was more than willing to be helpful yeah I think that's what people are afraid of. You know, a lot of people are scared to ask somebody who's done it before them because they're afraid, like, you know, they've done it and they've been successful. They don't want to share the information or they're going to be like, yeah, no, you're my competition. But more often than not, I found, I don't know, you know, I'm sure you can probably attest to it too, that people are willing to help and actually want to help you. You just have to yeah. pick up the phone and call them and ask them, you know? Yeah, but... I say, like in anything in life, you know, or anytime you're asking for help, help yourself first Mm -hmm. and then go to somebody to help fill in the gaps. Right. Okay. That's how I approach that situation. Okay. Basically, what he told me, you know, was, um, you know, make a list of about, depending upon what your raise is, you, you make a list between two and 500 people that you want to personally connect with. Mm-hmm. that's a phone call a text a facebook message mm-hmm. or any other kind of dm on um social media so that's what i did i think i made a list of about three to four hundred people that i contacted 
literally contacted. It wasn't a mass text. It wasn't a mass email. It was right. each individual person. It took me about two days to uh, catch people online and, you know, mm-hmm. catch them at an appropriate time to say, right. uh, hey, uh, I'm working, uh, you know, it's all about uh, phrasing and, uh, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Phrasing and how you how you approach people, right? Your approach. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, you know, hey, I'm working on this project for my business. Would you be willing to support? You know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, sure, tell me more about it. And so I would tell them more about it and I'd just be like, you know, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to raise uh, $10,000 and I need 50 people to, you know, or two people to donate $50. Would you mm-hmm. be able, would you like, would you be willing to be one of those uh, 50 people? or 200 people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was my little script. Mm-hmm. And so that, you yeah. know, a lot of people, you know, were just like, oh, yes, I'm so excited for you. And mm-hmm. tell me when. And and I, I specifically scheduled it like two weeks in the middle of the month or the week after the the second payday when people usually get paid every two weeks. Yeah. Smart. Were like, <laughs> well, like, <laughs> well, I don't have the money now. And I was like, oh, no, no. You don't have to uh, donate until the first of the month. Yeah. So I scheduled it and I did it that way. And I got a lot of great feedback. Oh, that's good. 100%. And if they weren't, if they didn't literally didn't have it, they did offer a way to either share the link or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and or, you know, just support in any way they could. Yeah. I followed up uh, two weeks later and just sent a follow-up message because that's what's that's the definition of success is the follow through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just sent a message saying, you know, I thank you for your pledge. Uh, the mm-hmm. is live. Hmm. On page. You- on page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were successful. So you you met and you said Kickstart is um it's an all or nothing type of deal. Right, right. So with your campaign, you either raise all the money or you or you or you don't get anything. So um mm. it puts the honest on you to really promote and market your 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 brand, mm-hmm. your product, or your service. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up raising about it was about all together eighteen thousand dollars. What was your goal? Ten. So that hard work paid off, basically. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. the texts and phone calls and emails and everything really paid off. Yeah, you... DMs. Yes. Yeah. Because it was mainly DMs because I was using my social media. But I mean, right. I did get uh, I mean, I did get cash apps and stuff from people who were not online. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's good though. But I mean, but now you are. A fully operating business with a clientele and customer base, and oh man, like you are doing it to death. And how does yeah. that feel? <laughs> it feels great. It feels great. Yeah. Like when I, when they, when when the uh, the the trailer, it's an actual trailer. When the trailer got delivered mm-hmm. to the site where it is now, I was just so excited. So, really? Yes, yes. It was, it was a very glorious moment. Yeah. <laughs> Something that I'd worked so hard for. Right. 
and I was able to achieve it. And that's the most fulfilling thing about being an entrepreneur is, you know, being able to, um, you know, set goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Being able to achieve it. Yeah, you did it. I'm super proud of you. Um, Patricia is not just my guest. She's my, my friend <laughs> and my cousin. So, yeah, I am very, very proud of her. I'm super proud of her. Um, and man, I, you, you're doing it, girl. You are doing it to death. But the key word that you said that you said several times is hard work. Like you literally have to put in the work. It's not just anything that's going to fall into your lap. You have to put in the work. You're only going to get out of it what you put in. So, so, yeah. So that hard work paid off that you made $8,000 more than your original goal. So mm-hmm. y'all see, I mean, like I said before, if you put in the work, I'm telling you, your dream will work for you. You got to put, yeah. but you got to put in the work. You really yeah. have to put in the work. So, yeah. So thank you so much, Patricia, for, uh, for joining us today and sharing a little bit of your story. Um, I will link all of her information um, on the video and on social media so you can find her and uh, get your orders in because, you know, we got what Valentine's Day is, is coming up and Mm. I'm sure everybody has every day is somebody's birthday. So um, yeah. So make sure y'all hit her up for all of your, your sweet treat needs. Cause she's, she is that girl in Austin. So, but again, do you have any, any last words you want to leave the flexes with before we, we sign off? Yeah, yeah, sure. I just want to thank you so long for having me on today. Oh, no problem. Yes, (laughs) yes. It's been great sharing my story. Um, I'm to uh, inspire and uh, you know, help as many as I can with what yeah. I said today. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think if you, if you, if you, you know, if you have a plan, a vision, you know what I mean? And you set, you make goals, create goals, which is just, you know, your vision with, uh, with timelines and deadlines mm-hmm. yourself, you can achieve anything. Yeah. Amen, sis. Amen. So, (laughs) but thank you guys so much for listening and watching and make sure that you check Patricia out at Sugar's Cakery and the website is sugarscakery.com, right? And it's S-U-G-A-S-C-A-K-E-R-Y.com. So make sure y'all go check out our website. So I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you again, Patricia. You're welcome. We'll see y'all later. Peace.